You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. Hello, and welcome to the very, very first ever episode number one of Faith with Friends. And today I'm here with some of my beautiful friends, and we're going to talk about faith. So let me introduce you to them. First of all, we have Shonda, and Shonda is a lover of Jesus, a lover of people, that's for sure, a grateful wife and mom. And she thinks there's not much more exciting about her, but she is a good friend with a deep understanding of the word. She's a prayer warrior and warrior, not, not warrior. And she's my friend and I'm thankful. And then we have Daris over here on the left on the bottom. Hi, Daris. Daris loves Jesus. She loves people and she's my best hippie friend, self-proclaimed hippie friend. Daris is also a pastor's wife and Daris was also the homecoming queen of her graduating class. We're all about information here and building others up. And then we have Conchi over here, who is our executive, our managing executive um, businesswoman, who also always puts her family and friends first. And I'm a testament to that. She's born and raised in Miami, and she's always known Jesus, but she fell in love with him during her high school years. She's a fabulous mom. She's also a great wife. And I can tell you right now, she's also a very devoted, a very devoted daughter that we've been able to witness as she's walked her dad through some serious illness. Yes. Amen. So welcome, everybody. Thank you for being on my first podcast. Yeah. Thank you for having Yay. us. Thank you for yes. having us, Lisa. Yeah. I'm yes. so excited slash nervous slash excited <laughs> slash overwhelmed by God's goodness and grace to have you three with me today. Thank you so for having us. As, as we were discussing what our first podcast would be, we decided to go with the name, Faith with Friends, because that's what this podcast is all about, working out everyday life celebrations, problems, and tragedies with our friends through faith. So ladies, we're all going through a pandemic right now, COVID, which has made it a little difficult for us to connect. And I'm sure there's many women listening today who can understand that, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I'm feeling a little disconnected, a little lonely, discouraged. So you guys tell me a little bit of where you are. Who wants to start? You. Shonda, you Uh, Really? I shouldn't open my mouth. (laughs) Um, So I think that this, this whole pandemic really has, solidified these relationships here. I mean, between the four of us and lots of other women, um, we've been given a platform that we normally wouldn't have um, in our normal lives. I mean, we've got to actually spend time together, pray together. And I think that through this whole pandemic, this right here sprouted. Well, it Mm -hmm. kind of gave, it kind of really gave it legs. Don't you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. Shonda. I mean, without the situation that has, we have all found ourselves in way back in March, I remember that we started praying for a doctor that was uh, connected to 
one of us and through us and our friends. And so it stirred us all to just kind of stick together and pray on our knees. We were, we were hurting for each other and we started to get to know one another through prayer and just in this anxiety stricken situation that we found ourselves in a helpless situation. And so we clung to each other and thank you to Lisa who brought us together and, and we have all just bonded and the Lord knitted our hearts in such a way that apart from the fact that it was healing for us, we found a way out of that solitude, of that helplessness. We are really a text away. We are a phone call away from one another, whether we know each other physically or not. We happen to know each other physically, but there are others on our network that we have a burden for now because of because of the situation that we found ourselves in so i'm grateful to that and what did this was our faith in our lord and so um that's been our our strength and our rock and that's what we've been standing on during these times and so i'm just thankful for faith thank you lisa for reminding us always and to me i echo what daris and shanda said to me i was going through a period of time where i felt very lonely i had been praying for a long time for godly friendships i had a lot of friendships but not necessarily friendships that were godly and women who really, really prayed. And for me, it was like one thing after the other. It was, you know, my dad got sick, then the pandemic hit. So it felt like this was my place to come and to just open my heart and share freely. And I just felt such a relief every single time we would get together and we still got together and pray that I am just grateful for that. And I'm grateful, Lisa, that God has called you to that and to bring us together in this way women from different walks. And I mean, I'm just in eternal awe of it. And, and when I share it with my friends, especially my coworkers, they can't believe that we have such a strong bond and they love that. And so God's using this in big ways just to show others what true godly friendships can do. Exactly. My dad today said, are you, are you going on your TV show? I said, dad, it's not a TV show. He's like, you know, you guys get on and you guys all talk and see each other. I'm like, it's called Zoom. Zoom call. It's a Zoom call. It's not a TV show. Maybe that's a prophetic word. Who knows? It is. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that as we look at like, why does God allow suffering? And in the midst of suffering, you can see how you can trace his hand, how he designed this time for us all longing to be able to connect with him and with each other. And then from that blossom this, you know, invitation to all, hey, why don't we get on a Zoom call and let's pray it out. And then the Lord just kind of all are welcome and a few showed up and then a few showed up and it was the consistently the same women. And we got to know, like Dara said, um, when Monica's dad got sick, really knew Monica and the group. I'm I'm sorry, Monica's mom. Mom. Monica's mom, we prayed and she passed away and we were able to like wrap our arms around her and and give her a tangible gift of the scripture that her mom loved. And it was just like all of these birthing pains were giving life to each other. And I mean, to me, I'm, I don't think there's anybody more blessed than me by this group, by the deep love connections. Like Dara said, it's one text. Hey, I remember, I think it was Camille's dad got COVID and everything was frantic. And then Tatiana had an episode and all of a sudden it was who can get on a call at 930 at night and everybody's calling and we're praying and then we hang up and wow, wow. It's going to be okay either way. Yes. Yes. I remember sitting on the side of my bed 
it was at like nine, like you said, nine or 10 o'clock at night. And just going to the throne room of God with, with you guys and feeling that like sense of, like it was more real than actually being in person and touching and hugging. Cause I don't think you have that same connection. There's, right. there's a certain vulnerability that you have in this. I don't know. It's different. No. And when you're praying, you're actually, when you're, when we're really praying and we are together, there is no, it's all authentic. Like there's, yeah. and we're just bringing our brokenness before the Lord. And yeah. that's a beautiful thing. And out of that, came this idea, like, I wish everybody could have a group of friends that really connect in that deep way. And so I thought that's a great diving board for today, just to talk about what does it mean to live in community? Because certainly we all love each other, but none of us are perfect while all broken. So we're going to step on each other's toes. We're going to forget to text back. We're going to, you know, I don't want anyone to think, oh, we're the perfect beautiful fair <laughs> group and we always love each other no no, no. That, that wouldn't be true <laughs> no it happened in our lives as and well. we're messy right we're messy but we're we keep coming back because we see that there is an authentic love for god and for each other and our desire i mean your desire i think knowing my beloved friend lisa um the heartbeat is to bless others she's always looking up beyond herself and i run um, my friends here know I run and, and sometimes I, I tune into running podcasts and that's great while I'm running, but it doesn't really heal my heart. It doesn't really heal my emotions. You know, feelings are liars, but they're there, but they're real. They're liars, but they're real because liars are real. We see them all around. Yeah. And so running podcasts are great. Disney podcasts. I, I'm a Disney, <laughs> I'm an RV person. Those are all great. Those podcasts are great, but they don't heal my soul. Mm -hmm. And so I will be able to listen to Lisa's podcast and be blessed and finish my miles better than I would have finished if I would have been just listening to, and I say nonsense in a very delicate way because I like nonsense. We do like nonsense. It's okay. You know, we're in this world. We're not of this world, but we're in this world. So that's okay. We can enjoy the fun times of this world and and listen to frivolity that's fine but sometimes i i need that healing hand upon my heart and upon my soul and a good word is what will get me through and so i i'm excited because i'm gonna run with lisa (laughs) (laughs) okay so let's talk about being a friend before we talk about the difficult friends let's talk about being a friend i always tell my friends and family, the best way to have a good friend is to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the ways that, what if somebody is listening right now and they're saying, you know, I don't have any godly friends and I don't even know where to look for them. So what are some things that, ways to connect with like-minded women? I will say fellowship. We all know that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I- <laughs> I mean, yes, that's to, international.org. Yes. We'll give them a plug. Exactly. I mean, that you have to, like you said, Lisa, you have to find women that are, that, that are like-minded. And I think the best way to find that is to get in, like, you know, into a small group or some kind of Bible study where you're going to be learning together about, you know, what God says in his word. And I mean, and just encourage one another. Right. It, it, there's yeah. no other way to do life without godly friends. 
it's just not possible to do it in a way that's like during this pandemic where you want to wake up and things are, you have that joy and that peace. Yes. What are some other ways? I think getting plugged into a church Mm -hmm. family is important. Small church, big church, medium church, doesn't matter. Online church. Online church. Um, You can even, yeah, online church. We did it during the entire pandemic and I found people online that I still keep in touch with. I've never seen their faces in my life. They just happen to have tuned in because they came across it. Don't ask me how, just distance people from my past. And I think that that's a good way to connect. You just need a good word and the good word comes from the Lord. That's all I got, you know, that's all we got. Yeah. All you got, you know, so. So what about somebody who says, well, I, there is no, there, there are no groups around me. There's, you know, I don't go to church right now and I love the Lord, but um, I always say, well, if you can't find one, then maybe you're called to be one, yeah. not be a church because we're called to be in church. However, there's no prayer group in your church. Maybe God is calling you to start one. Mm-hmm. If there's no Bible study in your community that you know of or in your small group of friends, then maybe God is calling you to start one on your own. Yes, I agree, Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) Do that with us in our prayer group. (laughs) That's been wonderful to have the resources to open our Bible, dig in and meet every week and say, hey, what's this all about? So now let's get to the good stuff. What about those difficult people? What about those friends that were called to love, but they make it hard? Some people make it really hard. Not me, but other people. <laughs> yeah. Never us. And so what are some tangible ways that we can overcome the difficultness and really love authentically? Ask some really easy questions. It's tough. That's a tough one. Regardless, because we are, we are people that are, walking around with all of our baggage from the day we were born, whatever that may be. And we bring all of those things and we're all products of our upbringing and of our experiences. I don't have issues with X, Y, Z, but I have issues with ABC. And so if you don't have issues with ABC, but you have issues with X, Y, Z, sometimes it's not compatible. But I think that in the Lord, we find our way there's as we walk, with the Lord, there's forgive, forgiveness that we are able to recognize in what he did for us, that we need a savior. We need forgiveness. I need to be forgiven daily. My thoughts are sometimes, you know, stinking thinking and, and yeah, they're not outward because I've either learned to control them at 57. Maybe I can actually hide them really well. I mean, Lisa is <laughs> one of the people that I need to call her sometimes and tell her, I think this, and we have to talk each other off the ledge sometimes based on, I think this, which is not godly. And that happens. And that's totally, totally normal. So we have to extend that and show that grace and maybe even be matchmaker for friends. I've been able to see people that I know would be able to relate to one another that are believers. And then I push one of them, you know, make them look up, you know, show, give them a scripture. Oh yeah, but give them a scripture. Yeah, but give them a scripture. I have no other, you know, we have not much more Right. Then the word is really basic to me. Point them to the Lord. Point yes. them to the Lord. If it doesn't point to Jesus, what's the point? You know, we yeah. did that one a long time ago. So I think that difficult people, you know, the Bible does say, do not 
overstep in your neighbor's house. So we're not going to overstep in people that are going to, that you know are going to end up being a stumbling block or a, and a stumbling block can be something as nasty as thinking something nasty in your heart. So you stay away and you pray and you pray and you pray and you pray and the Lord does a work and he gives you the right things to say and to act upon. And, you know, a soft answer turns away wrath. So we, we just persevere, but there are difficult believers. I may yes. have been on, I know my husband always tells me, you know, a lot of people love you, but the ones that don't like you really don't like you. And it's true. <laughs> I would it's say true. that's accurate in most of our lives. Not me. Yeah. Very no, totally everybody kidding. loves you, Shonda. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, have the, I, have, I have the worst, I mean, not, as you were saying, Darius, <laughs> I am so, I withhold grace so much. But I think those difficult people really do grow us in grace and mercy because otherwise I would just constantly withhold grace. But I know I can be super difficult. Ask my kids. I read a great book one time. It's called Sandpaper People. And it talks about difficult people and it gives you a view of them. And really like everybody has a story of brokenness and some people just don't recognize that they're broken. And it says that that's our sandpaper and it smooths out the rough edges. But the end of the book is like a plot twist and it basically turns the camera onto you huh. and asks you to examine. So I think what you were saying, Darius, about recognizing, listen, I'm a broken sinner. Now, for many years, I thought I had to be everybody's best friend. And so, yeah. and I made a lot of mistakes. Like, let's just put it out there. I made a lot of mistakes in relationships and friendships, but... I learned that you have your outer circle and Jesus reached out to everybody he touched, everybody he walked by, you know, the woman who reached for his garment, he stopped, he addressed her. Yeah. He communicated with those people and he loved the people in the outer circle. And then he had the middle circle, right? Like Martha and Mary was his middle circle, I'd say, and Lazarus and the people that he touched and he loved them. And he ministered to them and partook mm-hmm. with them in food and prayer. But then he had the disciples and he invited them into his suffering. Yes. Yes. And he yes. invited them. Can you just pray with me for an hour? Yes. And those yes. are, we have to know that we're called to love everybody, but everybody isn't called to be our best friend. Right. But can we love them anyways? Can we show kindness? Can we extend forgiveness? Because as we all know, our circles kind of flow. There might yeah. be somebody on the outside and you get to know them and you realize, I actually love these women. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then and it's life, okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. I and think that's Jesus such a good point. More. You know, Jesus then even closed that in a little more. He had the two that he brought up to that mountain. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. But I love that what you said about, and I think that's kind of what is so special about these a group like ours and like anybody can really have is we're invited into each other's suffering. So I think that's what really knit us so tightly because you do, you you relate on a completely different level because you are inviting that person into your suffering. And it's very intimate. Yeah. Yeah. I think when we have the wall up, then it's easy to, um, you know, I look perfect. Yeah. My Instagram is perfect. Yeah. And so people (laughs) will look and say, Oh, But when you know and you do life with me, like Gonchi with your dad, you know, we've watched you go to work, yeah. have a very stressful job, even yeah. go through like 
a horrible COVID slash cold thing. Yes. With her kids taking care of her sick father. And yeah. on the outside, Gonchi was never calling us breaking down going, guys, I can't do it anymore. Even last week, I didn't know her dad was in the hospital. I said, excuse me, how did I not know this? And she said, there's just a lot going on. And I'm like, no, no, we're going to share life together. Right? Yeah. Fellowship of his suffering. Yeah. I love that. So, you know, sharing and suffering. That's like so good. Yeah. That's like carrying each other's burdens. And that's mm-hmm. such a, and to me, that's been the part that's helped me the most. Yeah. That we're not alone. Something as simple as it's crazy, but that's how we get to know, you know, we know the waiter that serves us. We see him, we know he, we believe in him, but, but when we understand Jesus suffering, we can kind of really take on somebody else's. I remember, I mean, with Conchi, we didn't really know each other. We have a lot of mutual connections and um, I felt something deep within my heart when her daughter, Ella, had something they were in a mountain somewhere and something was really really seriously wrong with her daughter and I felt that I needed to text her I felt like I needed to reach out I felt like I needed and I didn't at first I talked called Lisa and another mutual friend how and then I felt that's not enough because that was the Lord's spirit and the little connection that one day you never know when you're going to need it later and I know that I haven't had any thank you, Lord, a crisis recently, but you know, we're either going into a storm, we're in a storm, or we just got out of a storm. And I happen to not be in a storm right now, but I'm either going to get out of, I mean, it was, so I'm not, I'm not like, oh, I just walk on, on clouds. I don't. It just happens to be right now I'm on that flat land. And so, but I know that, I know that I know that nothing's going to happen that I'm going to be alone in. And that's because of the things that have developed within. Why? Faith with friends. That's why. Yeah. Amen. So then we all have this faith with friends, but then we have a friend that sticks by us closer than a brother. And I wrote down some scriptures. How do we know that Jesus is our friend? How do we prove? How do we establish that Jesus is our friend? And um, John 15, 14 says, we are his friends if we do as he commands. And what does he command us to do? Love one another. Love one another. One another. Yes. It's so easy to love the people that love me. Yeah. <laughs> That's the easiest. Super That's hard. the easy. So if love we that. obey him, then we're his friend. And then also in James 2, it says that scripture was fulfilled because Abraham believed God. It was credited to him for righteousness, and he was called God's friend. So what did Abraham do? He believed. He believed. He believed. When we believe in God, we are his friend. We're proving that we trust him, that we're his friend. How beautiful is that? And then there is no greater love than when you lay down a life for a friend. And I no longer call you servant, but I call you friend. That sacrificial love of Jesus that covers our sins, that covers our brokenness, that covers even our ugliness. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. And so I'd like to invite you ladies to share some of the scriptures that have touched your heart or strengthened you through our time. I have so many. I each what you, you know, like, I just, um, my favorite verse, all time favorite is Isaiah 41, 10. So do not fear for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed for I'm your God. I will strengthen you and uphold you with my righteous right hand. 
And I mean, that really, I think that kind of embodies everything. You first, you know, no matter what, who's in power, who's not in power, what illness is going or pandemics going around and what's not, whether like Dara said, you're either going into a storm or you're not in a storm or you just left the storm. Right. God doesn't change. He says, do not fear. I am with you. That's a promise. It's not a platitude. It's not a piece of a few words strung together. It's God's promise that we do not have Amen. to that we do not have to be dismayed. So no matter what, we don't have to feel fear or anxiousness or, or, or uh, uncertainty or yes, or alone that he will strengthen us and uphold us with his righteous right hand. And I am here to say that it's so true <laughs> because he really has strengthened okay. and upheld me, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I could go on and on with verses, but that's my favorite. <laughs> Thank you. Lisa, to me, the one that impacts me the most is our, last December, you sent in our group chat, Psalm 34. And I remember exactly where I was sitting as I was reading that. And I even had the kids read it. And to me, it was almost like it was a prophetic word, almost like if the Lord was preparing us for what was to come this year. And the verse that has carried me a whole lot this year has been, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver them from all of them. And so that's been constantly playing in my mind. I have it in my computer, I have it in my desk, I have it everywhere as a reminder that I'm never alone, that God is with us. But that was a powerful Psalms you gave us, and that was last year in December. Wow. Wow. And who knew that I was going to need that Psalm so much? God did. God certainly knew. Wow. 11 months in, and it's absolutely been, I'm sure, worn out by by now. What a year. (laughs) Friends of mine know it by memory because yes. <laughs> I recite it every day. Yeah, yeah for real. God's what, like knit it into the fabric of your heart. Yes. You know, Conchi, the fact that you even mentioned that, I was one of the things I, was, I had thought of when Lisa started talking now about what, you know, what verse. It's good to have a verse because you know that the Lord's going to fulfill. And, and my, I, have, I have a couple of life verses, but two of them that I want to share is Luke 145. And anybody who knows me knows that I, that's one of my lifetime verses, which is blessed is she who believed for there shall be a fulfillment of those things told to her by the Lord from the Lord. And you don't really know what the Lord's saying unless he's telling you. And how do you know he's telling you? You've got to read the word he's going to tell you. So blessed is she who believed for there shall be a fulfillment. And so we need to read the word and have some kind of scripture and hold it. And who cares? I, you know, if you gave that verse to 70 people, 80 people, it doesn't matter. The Lord's word does not return void and it's necessary. And it's even, it's not tedious for us to be repetitive with certain scripture. I I say that to myself all the time. How can there be a fulfillment of his word if I don't read it? How there should be a fulfillment of those things. How is there going to be a fulfillment if I don't know what that word is, that there's going to be a fulfillment. And I can go on and on about the fulfillment of you and my sister's death, but that'll be for another time. That's verse one. And verse two is the other one where John tells um, Martha, or Mary. One of the two right now, I can't remember. One of the M's. One of the two, I think it was Mary. Both of them said, Lord, if you would have, it was when Lazarus died and, and they 11, John eleven forty says, Jesus said unto her, and I love anything that's in, unto a girl because I'm a female. I am very proud to be a woman. I'm very grateful that the Lord allowed me to be a woman um, nowadays. And I love my role as a wife underneath my husband, submitting to my husband and his authority, not 
side by side, but I'm still under him. I love that he takes responsibility for everything that happens in my household. Anyway, John 11:40 says, Jesus said unto her, did I not tell you that if you would believe you would see the glory of God? It's almost like he's constantly telling me that. Didn't I tell you, Darius, that if you would believe? So it just goes right back to what? Oh, I love that. Love hey, it. Didn't I tell you, Darius? And all over my Bible, it's, on, it's all over my house. Did I not tell you? Because he's got to keep telling me. Just like my husband said, didn't I tell you not? Like I tell my husband, didn't I tell you not to put the, the toilet seat? Whatever, you know, <laughs> didn't I tell you? The Lord talks to us like a friend, just like that, like a husband, yeah. like a father, like a brother, like everything we ever wanted. Didn't I tell you, Darius, that if you would believe you would see my glory? And this, word, this year, glory has been my word, you know, and I have in this ugliness, I have seen the glory. And if you guys hear noise, I'm sorry, it's raining a lot. We have a tropical storm. Sorry. I hear it very loudly. Can you hear it? No. Okay. I just anyway, think scripture is like a balm for our soul. Yes. You know, yes. it's the only thing that really soothes and brings hope and peace in no matter what the turmoil, you can go back and be like, oh, right. Yes. And turn right back yes. to you, Lord. <laughs> and, and worship is beautiful. Worship yes. is great. But the Lord's word. Ah, yes. Yeah, I think that our time together, our time together where we just open the Bible and like take turns reading, it's yeah. been such therapy for my spirit and calmed my nerves and refreshed my mind. And wow. Wow. So for somebody who doesn't have that, who doesn't have that group of friends, then I encourage you that are listening to maybe find, first of all, pray because God is our friend and God created relationships and he wants us to be in relationships. He is a relational God. He calls us to walk with each other. He calls us to support, encourage, use all of our gifts to build the body. It's just living out relationship together. So I think definitely starting with just praying for a godly friend, if you have one. And if you have a few, but you don't really connect with any of them, then examine your heart. Ask God, why aren't I connecting with these women? Maybe that's just not your group. Then just pray that God would place you in a group. But maybe it takes a humbleness to, you know, you see a group of people that seem to click and seem to love each other. And um, to kind of knock and say, hey, can I come in? Yeah. What's <laughs> your way in? How about instead of being, because we know we all have people that will get very upset. If, they, if, we go to, if we all go to lunch and we don't invite everybody, but we're like 37, somebody yeah. will be upset and we don't want to be insensitive. However, if that's you today and you feel left out and uninvited, why not you put a lunch together? Or how yes. about this? There's COVID. How about you do a Zoom call? Sign up on Zoom for free. Their 30-minute calls are free. And send it to 15 women. You'll probably get a handful. Yeah. And say, hey, we're just going to come together. And-, and that's a victory. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, even if it's just is- one. Exactly. And you know what? We're just going to read John. So we're going to read John chapters 1 through 3. So if you'd like to come, and then we're going to pray for our families. What woman doesn't want and need prayer for their family? Yes. For real. Like for there's, real. I don't think there's anybody who say like, no, I'm good. My family's perfect. And we're all, <laughs> exactly. so number one would be to pray. Number two would be obey the spirit. So I have a child that lives in my house. That's an introvert and doesn't really get the whole, why do you have to talk to people at Publix that you don't know? 
Why do you have to talk to people that you don't know when you're walking by them in the store? Why? 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 You know what? Sometimes you got to be uncomfortable to get out of your comfort zone and be where God wants you to be. And I know that the spirit nudges our hearts sometimes and you see somebody either at church or even at a lunch and you know, you feel a connection, say, Hey, can I have your phone number? What's your, do you have Facebook? Let me follow you on Facebook and have that connection with them. Yeah. And then loving sacrificially. And this is something that our group does so, so beautifully. I agree. Even today, our good friend, Jeanette's father passed away last week. And all of a sudden there was two weeks worth of dinner signed up for but I mean, it wasn't just like, here, I brought you a plate of pasta. No, everybody brings like a full sitting of food. Bread. And here, like she told me that her mom loved the Pellegrino, Pellegrino water that you brought her, by the way, and desserts. And, and then we made a collection just to make a love offering tangibly. How can you provide for somebody else? Because that yeah. touches people's hearts, right? Yeah. Gonchi's very good at that. Yvette's very good at that. Camille, yes. yes. They're yeah. like, sent their gift givers. Their card givers, their word of encouragement. Creative. Very intentional. Very intentional. Very yes. intentional. That's yes. definitely not one of my gifts. Exactly. It's not even like on that, on like that peripheral of my gifts. Right. Oh. But I love that we all have different gifts, but her their gifts spread yes. on. Exactly. Because then I, I say, you know, I am lacking in this area. And what can I do to tangibly love somebody? You know what I mean? To really yeah. show up. And then remember that we are never alone. If you're a believer. You are never alone. And it's funny that you said that verse because that became my verse. Psalm 34 became my verse when my sweet friend, Terry, who had a prayer group in her house for two decades, two decades. And I remember one time I showed up, but it was just her and me. I said, you want to cancel? And she said, I never cancel. If you're not here, it's me and the Holy Spirit. And I was like, what? And I learned that, you know what, you can't, because I was kind of like upset, like, wait a minute, you put all these yogurts out and fruit, and where is everybody? They didn't come. Where's your priority? No. She was like, it's me and the Holy Spirit, and others are invited. When he keeps others away, it's because he just wants to be with me. Oh my gosh, I have the chills all over. It's beautiful, but Terry was the one that one of the last prayer meetings that I went to her house with her scarf tied around her head and tears strolling down her face. She read Psalm 34. The righteous are never put to shame. Um, what is it? The fear? Uh, I'm going to have to look for it. I'm going to have to look oh, for it and read it. I'm in Psalm 34 right now. I'm supposed to be memorizing this. I know. Lisa. Around those who fear him and delivers them. Yes. Keep mm-hmm. going. Keep reading, Shikonji. You want me to read the, the psalm? Yeah. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want for those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall lack no good thing. Amen. Come, you children, listen to me. 
I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them and delivers them out of all their trouble. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of all of them. He guards all their bones. Not one is broken. And I love that that begins with an invitation. Let us exalt the Lord together. And isn't that what this community thing is all about? It's not about having a best friend, although that's beautiful. It's not even about carrying each other's burdens, although that's definitely a beautiful gift we're given. But it's about coming together in a community, looking to him and lifting up his name. And others see the world around us that don't know him, see that love and the friendship and the sacrifice and they want it. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. So true. So ours in closing, the number one thing to be a good friend and have a good friend is to make your priority time with God. Because if you yeah. seek him and his kingdom, all the rest are added. Mm-hmm. Right? If we have great friends and we don't have the Lord, what do we have? Nothing. 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 He has to be our best friend first, the person we run to. And I'm guilty because a lot of times I run to you guys, but I'm blessed because when I run to you guys, we always end up on our knees in prayer, seeking him and his kingdom and lifting Mm -hmm. each other up. That's what we hope this podcast does. Yes. You know, through the Holy Spirit, through you, Lisa, you know, he's used you as a vessel many a times in our group, but not everybody can access you but it's going to be a a blessing for anyone who at that moment can't go out and find a group or can't find a friend. It's going to be a blessing and God's going to be glorified because, you know, your availability is, um, is admirable, my friend. So which one of you beautiful ladies would like to close us out in prayer and pray for our listeners that they would find a true friend in Jesus and in community. They're pointing at you, Conchi. She's like, no. Sure. She's like, no. no. Go ahead, you, you go there, please. Go, Shana. I'll pray. I'll pray. Great. Go, Shana. <laughs> You're welcome, Conchi. That since is being when a good are you friend. Being, wait, I since when are my friends shy to pray? I, I, I'm, I'm confused. This is not <laughs> normal. The maiden voyage. She's a maiden voyage. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, Lord, for being a good friend, Lord, to us. Father, thank you so much for showing us what it looks like, Lord, to love sacrificially, Lord. I pray for these women, especially these women on this call. Father, thank you for their friendship. Thank you for the blessing that has been in my life, just being able to be tethered to each of them, Lord, and the thread that ties us all together, which is you. Father, I pray for the listeners. Father, I pray that they would find, if, they, if they're not in a church, Lord, that they would find a church that teaches your word and your word alone, Father, that they would feel that sense of community in that church, Lord. I know that it began that way for me, 
just finding a church that loved you and loved others and taught me how to do the same. So, Father, I pray that our listeners would find um, that outlet, Lord, um, of, a, of a good church and and some relationships, Lord, that are bound and founded on you. Lord, I pray that the women that are listening tonight that are hurting, Lord, that you would your word and you would be the balm that soothes their soul. Father, thank you for Lisa's desire to honor you, to please you, and to glorify your name, Lord. I pray that you would bless this podcast and that many lives would be changed because of it. Father, thank you. We love you and we exalt your name. It's in Jesus' name that we all pray. Amen. 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 That was so fun. (laughs) I'm so thankful for all of you joining. Thank you for coming and helping and sharing. Thank you, Lisa. May it be the first of many, many times of just talking and bragging about our Jesus. Amen, sister. Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. Love you all. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?